Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Travel Squad Podcast. We're four friends that grew up together in the same small town. We followed each other to San Diego, and now we adventure the world together. One passport stamp at a time. We're here to share our travel stories and inspire you to go on your own adventures. Even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. Kim. And I'm Dana. And, and we're, we're the, the Travel Squad, Squad Podcast. Podcast. So grab your tickets. Your passport. And don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hey travelers, welcome to the Travel Squad podcast. Today we have a very special episode on myth-busting budget travel. I'm Kim. I'm Jamal. Brittany. And I'm Zaina. And today, this this episode is so special because we have a guest who is an expert in traveling on a young person's budget. And it makes me so excited because I used to travel when I was in my early 20s as well. And I can't wait to hear all about this. Yes. Today with us, we have Ariel. And her mission is to spread knowledge on how to travel the world frequently and affordably. She runs a site called You Trip and Travel Company. And it's an advocate for young people, especially students, to begin traveling while they're young and morphing that into a lifestyle, which sounds quite familiar with what we like to do as traveling as part of a lifestyle. And Ariel, it's so impressive because you're in your early 20s and you have such an impressive list of countries that you've been to. So if you can, just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you started traveling. Absolutely, yeah, so I have traveled basically my whole life. So both of my parents aren't from the States. So I think it was something that was kind of just normalized um, all the time growing up. Um, I have family all over the world. So I would spend summers like in the Caymans because I had family there and things like that. Um, as I got older and I was in college, I started taking advantage of study abroad trips. And that's when I really started um, planning trips on my own. Um, I started the blog because People would ask, um, you know, like, do you even still go here? Like, how are you able to go on trips so often? Um, how do you organize into your school schedule? How are you able to pay for it when 
you're a student. Um, and I was a student athlete, so it's not like I had a super open schedule per se. Um, so I started it kind of just as a central place for everybody to be able to go so that um, they could get questions answered from how to get a passport to, um, you know, what to do at a certain location so you're not just there and bored, but, you know, you can find things to do as well. Very nice. I, I really love that because I feel like it resonates so much with us because all the time we're always asked to like, I mean, what do you do for work? How are you able to travel? And you start, minus what Zaina right. she traveled while she was young, but you've started to an extent earlier than us while still in school. But it's like another dynamic of how impressive it really is and easy it is to do. And what are some of the, the tips that you do to travel frequently? Yeah, so especially as a student, um, I actually do have a blog post on that on YouTube and Travel Co. Um, that is how I balance school and uh, traveling. When I was in school, I did graduate now. Um, but as a student athlete, I was able to um, make my schedule beforehand before it was kind of open to the just general student population. So that really helped out for me. I would make it so that I only had classes like two, three days a week. Um, and then when I was able to work, I, yeah, um, I had a job at a hotel working up at the front desk. And I did that strategically so that I knew I would have hotel discounts and things like that, um, that I knew I could continue to travel on a budget. Um, now, as far as post-grad uh, life, I guess, um, graduating, um, it was interesting transitioning into the workforce and um, like not being able to have as much control over my schedule, I guess. Um, but now that I just graduated in December, so now that I've gone into entrepreneurship where I have my social media management company, um, I kind of got some of that independence back um as opposed to working a regular like nine to five i suppose um but that's in school at least it was you know i know i'm going on vacation and i want to be able to enjoy this so let me make sure that i finish all my assignments beforehand and you know because as soon as i get to my gate i'm not looking at my laptop i'm not touching a homework assignment on vacation um, i want to be free right but now that I've transitioned to a travel blogger and a travel influencer, sometimes traveling is work. Um, so you know that you have certain commitments that you have to solidify and make sure it's taken care of, certain content and things like that before you really just enjoy your trip, right. per se. Um, so it's kind of like a, a different mindset now. Yeah. So I know you, you mentioned you took a lot of trips on your own by kind of like working with your schedule and using your work benefits at the hotel. But we, you mentioned us to us off camera that you took a few different like internship type of trips during college, which I thought was so interesting. And like, it wasn't something that I was aware of in college. So can you speak about those a little bit? Those seemed really cool. Yeah, so I really wanted to take advantage of study abroad programs while I was in school. So I did two. Um, I did one my freshman year to Costa Rica. Um, um, freshman year, I was able to go to Costa Rica. Um, and that was a great trip. We were with 
we're on the UGA campus, the University of Georgia campus there for the beginning half of the trip. And then the second half of it, we were in like this really nice all-inclusive villa. And that was kind of my first experience in, in that kind of setting. So that was um, really good, I guess, because it, it did give me a different taste of uh, how to travel, I guess. And then junior year, I went to China with a study abroad program. And that was, we were with the Shanghai University of Traditional Chinese Medicine. Um, so that was a really great experience as well. Um, I'm not using anything that was connected with my degree. My degree was in a bachelor's of science in kinesiology. Um, so the way our last semester was set up was you had to do an internship. And as long as you completed your allotted hours at a um, approved location, you're good. So when I heard that, I'm like, so I can do it anywhere. They're like, yeah, but they're thinking you're going to do it in Georgia, you know, like down the street from campus. And I was like, if I can do it anywhere, I might as well do it out the country. I mean, why not? So I was the first person um, in my department to do it internationally. And that came with its own barriers and, um, you know, people that were, had to approve things that, weren't as open-minded to traveling, weren't as eager to, um, you know, like verify or approve things for me. So it did go through a couple steps. I had to go like all the way to my dean about it um, so I could get this done. But I was like, it would be a really great experience. Um, I had done some research and connected with um, a clinic in Peru as well as an academy that was connected to medical facilities so that I could take Spanish classes while I was there as well as work in their facilities. So I spent about a month there. I spent 28 days um, working in local labs, um, clinics, hospitals, and so that was a really, really cool experience and I got, yeah, I got all school credit for that. Um, and yeah, I mean that's my longest solo trip to date. Um, so it was a huge learning experience, um, but it was it was one of the best trips that I've ever taken for sure. I really love that you thought outside of the box and you were like, I'm just gonna take this on. And I'm not gonna do it in Georgia, let alone the United States. I'm gonna do it outside. <laughs> I really applaud you for that and like being the first department to to step through those barriers and kind of like push for yourself to be able to have those opportunities. Yeah, yeah. And thank that, you so much. One of the questions I'm, I wanted to ask you was, okay, because I did study abroad my junior year of college, but like for you to study abroad your freshman year of college, like that's so impressive because I felt like by the time I got to junior year, I knew what was available to me, but going in as a freshman, I didn't. And so like, how did that come about? Because like that to me, that's just like mind blown. I wish I could have done that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually a really good point. And you know what? It, I think my school just maybe because I knew I loved traveling, I sought it out unconsciously, but I think my school tried to push it a little bit as well. So that freshman trip was, it was during spring break. It was spring break week. So it was kind of like a, a normal thing for freshmen to be on because the classes that it covered were like one of your, it was two of your first year classes. So it kind of formed as a first year trip. They would kind of break down trips into certain years of college. So I think they did try to um, really advocate for their study abroad program at my university. Um, but yeah, it was it was very much worth it. It was an amazing trip. And I mean, for people listening, if you're in school, do the study abroad trip, it's going to be way cheaper. And it's way easier courses. <laughs> and you get to go to another country. So it's just a win win all around. 
That's a really good point that it, it's a cheaper way to do travel while you're young and while you're in school and you don't typically have a ton of money when you're in school. Right. And usually, um, like my university had scholarships for its study abroad programs, and I believe many do. Um, they're also like outside programs that I've seen um, that are travel opportunities that are really, really great. There's other people within like the travel industry that focus more on those. Um, but even I got a, a scholarship at one point for my China trip. Um, and it wasn't like it was a buku of money. It's not like it covered my trip, but that was, you know, money that didn't have to come out of my pocket. So, I mean, anything helps. Yeah. Every little bit helps when you're traveling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the mission is to help people travel affordably. So can you talk about some of the tools that you use and like maybe sites that you use to plan trips or save money to take trips? Yeah, for sure. So the biggest things when you travel are typically your flight and your accommodations, y'all know. So um, I used to hate Google Flights, just like aesthetically, I hated how it looked. And so I wouldn't even want to search on Google for flights. But my mind changed on it when I was in Peru. Um, so Google Flights, Kayak is another favorite of mine. Hopper, if you want to look for a trip, like, um, that's going to be further in the year, but you know, you want to keep an eye out on the flight. So it's a really good one for that. And my new favorite is Skyscanner. Um, what I love about Skyscanner is that you can put literally in the options from anywhere to anywhere at any time. And so you can literally just find the cheapest flights for anything. Um, so if you don't know where you want to go, that might be a good option. If you have a major airport around you just putting that airport putting to everywhere at any time and then it's going to bring up you know a list of countries and the united states um and the lowest time of year um for that flight so that's a really really cool option that i like now um another really big thing i'm an advocate for is groupon and groupon trips so um, i've taken two groupon trips personally um even my parents, they went to China based off of my experience and they did it on a Groupon. Um, and like I said, both of my parents are, you know, from other countries. So you, when you go to China, you need a visa. And my school just took care of everything. Um, I didn't have to go through that visa process, but they have to go through it. And it's slightly different since they're not from the US. Um, and Groupon even assisted with all of that. So it's really good if you don't know how to plan a trip, that might be a good place to start because they have some trips that are extremely affordable and they're fully planned out. So it might have a full itinerary um, and then it's, you know, you might be going to the islands. I, I did a trip to DR. It was five days at a four-star resort. So it was just like an open thing, but they have uh, trips that have your whole day planned out or you can get excursions directly through them. So um, they take care of the, the guesswork for you. Um, I think that's a really good option if you just don't know how to plan a trip. Um, it can kind of be planned for you and you get it at a discounted rate. So it's, it's really beneficial. And when you say they have like an itinerary already included, you're not talking about necessarily then be, once you're there, it's a guided tour. You're just saying like, okay, there's, you have your flights to this city or cities within the country, and then they give you an itinerary and tell you how to stick to it, or is it guided? So they have both. So they have both. Um, so like, for instance, when I, I did my European tour through Groupon, it was not even $900. I went to London, Paris, and Rome. That included just yeah. my flights and accommodations, though. So I 
flew personally, that was separate, me for, I, I'm based in Miami, so I flew to New York because my flight to London was booked out of New York. So Groupon covered my flight from New York to London, my train from London to Paris, my flight from Paris to Italy, and then my flight from Italy back to New York and all the hotels that we stayed in. So for not even $900, all of our flights, transportation, and hotels being paid for is really good. And we were there for almost two weeks. Um, did you, what, did you yeah. think the hotels and, and the flights were um, like on the nicer end or? Um, so the flights we flew on Atlantic or Delta um, and except for the Paris Italy, it was a, a local Italian airline. And yes, honestly, all of my, my flight experiences were very good. Um, that was my first time flying on Atlantic. It was through Delta, but um, I had a great experience on it. And then as far as the accommodations, the hotel that we stayed in in London was the nicest. Um, but I think that's also because looking at it from our end, it's the most similar to US to a US hotel experience. Mm -hmm. um, even their breakfast, how it was set up. I expected for our room to be small in Paris because I know how it's like, like people compare it to New York, like it's just smaller spaces there. Um, so our hotel was smaller, but it was very clean. It was, um, you know, room service was, was very nice and breakfast was still included. Um, although just their type of breakfast is a lighter breakfast. Um, and again, in Italy, I, I can't complain about anywhere that we stayed. Um, the hardest thing was maybe we had to figure out how to get from either the train station or the airport to our hotel. But that's something, you know, you can just take a taxi, you can take the train if you choose to. That's something I would suggest maybe doing research on beforehand. Um, but in the instance of my parents, when they went to China, that was about 12 days and that was like fully guided. So if you want to go somewhere like that, I've seen them have, you know, trips to Bali and trips to Thailand and trips to Dubai that are like 10 day trips with full itineraries guided. Um, and then I've seen things like what I went on that um, they provide excursions that you can possibly do that you can book through them, but it's not all set out for you. So if you want to make your own, you know, itinerary on schedule, you're free to do what you want as well. Uh, real quickly, I heard you say the word breakfast, and us Travel Squad podcast, we love our breakfast buffets, and so our okay. buffets because of COVID, but is there any right. way you can talk to us about the breakfast experience? <laughs> yeah, so um, my most interesting, like, food experiences all together, I'm sure, is China. Um so China, we had a very, I, I stayed in two locations. I stayed in Beijing and in Shanghai when I went. And so they're very family style in all of their food. Um, so like a dinner, you know, it's almost like, um, they call like a lazy Susan. Yeah, like with all the food though, there's always a meat, there's always a fish. They give you like a Sprite and a Coke and tea and, and a whole bunch of other crap. <laughs> but, um, and you just share it. It's just really family wise. Um, in the hotel, it was a buffet for breakfast and, um, you know, like they have like noodles and buns for every single meal. Um, and I thought that was so interesting, um, like rice even, but I mean, a lot of places in the Caribbean and, um, in South America do rice for dinner. I remember having breakfast in Costa Rica and being Jamaican, our rice and peas isn't 
it's not the same. I was just, I was looking at rice and peas and like, oh, it's going to be the same. Not the same flavor profile, like at all. It's still very good, but like, it's not what I thought I was going to be eating. But the thing I love about Costa Rica, because it's one of my favorite places I've ever been to, the food was amazing. It was so fresh. Like it just, it was amazing. That's food is definitely my favorite part about <laughs> traveling. Um, I like trying street food. Like people are like, do not try street food in Mexico. Don't do it in China. Don't do it in Peru. I do it everywhere. I don't care. <laughs> um, I'm still like cautious of it, you know. But if you don't get sick, it's not like uh, it's not a trip without getting sick. It's like a rite of passage. <laughs> no, don't say that. It hasn't happened. But no, I agree with you. That's my one of my favorite things about traveling is trying all the the food, especially the street food. But when you're talking about China, it reminds me of our trip to China. We went on a guided tour to China. It was the same thing. All lunches and dinners were Lazy Susan, but at the hotels we had the breakfast buffet, and it's like you see the noodles, yeah. the congee, which is like the rice porridge and everything like that. And it's uh, yeah. Opens you up to a culture to experience their food, and uh, that's one of my favorite things. About Absolutely, it. yeah, for sure. I couldn't agree more. The craziest thing I've ever tried it was in China, and it was um, it was a blood curd soup <laughs> with a whole bunch of seafood in it. I can't even tell you what all is in that soup if I wanted to. Um, but yeah, that's probably my craziest, um, most interesting food experience in another country. But what's important is you tried it. <laughs> I know, right. I know, right? Yeah, you said yeah. And I live to tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but like going back to the Groupon experience though, like have you ever done it by yourself or is it always with another person? So I have never done a Groupon by myself. Each time I've been with one other individual, I've been with uh, two different girlfriends of mine. We did a trip, but I would actually be very willing to do a Groupon trip completely on my own. Um, I think that um, a lot of people, especially um, females, we, we sometimes feel as though we shouldn't travel solo just as a safety measure. But there are a lot of things that you can do. You can um, give your whole itinerary to the U.S. Embassy of the country that you're going to. Um, a lot of people don't think about that. So then even their government knows where you are basically at all times as well. Um, or someone from our government that's there know where you are at all times. Um, so I think that's a very good thing to do. Um, and making sure someone here has your itinerary so that they know where you are. But also, I mean, if you're taking a Groupon trip, that's documented as well, you know, basically everything that you're doing. Um, but I would, I would definitely be open to doing it solo. Um, I'm so ready to travel again <laughs> that I, I keep looking at flights and I'll like maybe mention it to my mom. She's like, who are you going to go with? And I'm like, by myself, like no one has to come. It's okay, but I have to get out of here. <laughs> Speaking of traveling again, do you have any trips upcoming that are planned? I don't have anything planned right now. Um, seeing as how everything's going, I wanted to go on a South Asian tour and it's just looking like it's not going to happen. Um, at least for maybe, uh, definitely not this year, but maybe for like a whole year. Um, that plan was to go through like Taos, um, Laos, Malaysia, Singapore, Bali, Indonesia, Thailand, just go all and through there. Um, and so that's on hold right now. I feel as though um, since I have a goal of hitting 30 countries by 30, um, I cannot skip like three countries this year. I hit three this year, but like, I, of course, <laughs> which probably sounds like crazy to somebody, but 
um, I want to be able to hit like five more this year. And I'm most likely going to do that by going to islands. Um, so I, even though it's St. Croix somewhere I really want to go, it's, it is a U.S. territory. So I wouldn't necessarily count that, but it is somewhere high up on my list that I want to go. I'm super driven to go to Haiti right now. Um, you know, there's this like stigma for, for Haiti and people are like, don't visit there, but visit DR. And it's like, they're literally the same island. <laughs> um, and that always just blew me. And there's gorgeous, gorgeous places there. And I do just kind of want to change that mindset of how it's um, kind of portrayed. So um, that's, Haiti's really high up on my list right now. Um, Aruba, Bermuda. Um, yeah, there's a lot of islands that I want to hit this year. So that's, that's what I'm going to lean my focus towards. Uh, for at least like the next six months or so, then I'll probably try to get further, uh, maybe back to Europe and um, Central America um, as 2021 comes in. Yeah, you're in the perfect location too, since you're Miami based. Because exactly, even, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, Kim and I, we went to Cuba. And so, you know, we're right here in San Diego. And we thought that like, oh, we'll probably find a really cheap flight out of Tijuana, Mexico, going into Cuba, but it was a lot cheaper to just fly across the country to, I think we flew to Fort Lauderdale and then from Fort Lauderdale yeah. into Cuba. So I'm just like, you're so close. <laughs> yeah. And that's why um, I almost don't want to leave here. I am open to moving, but it's so nice having Fort Lauderdale and Miami airport at my fingertips. I'm basically in the middle of both of them. Um, and flying out of Fort Lauderdale is typically cheaper than flying out of Miami. Um, if you know you're trying to be budget conscious and yeah to get anywhere in the Caribbean from Miami is a hop skip and a jump so like those those tickets usually aren't bad at all that's why I'm making that more of my focus this year because it won't be too long of flights because I don't necessarily want to be on a long-haul flight with corona still going on just recycled air not, you know <laughs> but yeah, so that's probably, it's quick to get there, and it's cheap to get there from um, Florida to the Caribbean. And then as well, our dollar is much stronger in the Caribbean. So once you get there, while your biggest, you know, spending might be on that flight there, which, like, if you go somewhere out of Miami or you do something like Skyscanner, like, something's really cool on Skyscanner is, like, you can do anywhere in the U.S. to Cuba. So then you find out where's the cheapest place to fly out to go to Cuba, and that flight from where you live to that location and that location to Cuba might be cheaper than if you're coming from, you know, Tijuana, like you were saying, to Cuba. So that's a really cool feature why I really like that app. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you're really resourceful too with like all the resources you have. And I'm wondering if there's any other ways that you've saved money to make travel more affordable and more accessible for yourself. Like you've shared a lot, but is there any, any other tips that you have? Um, so this is like just a little saving tool that I do, which I think like everybody should pick up. Um, and most of us don't use cash anymore, so it's a little bit harder. But whenever I have cash and I'm using cash, whenever I get a $5 bill back, I put it in like a, like a jar. Um, and that turns into my like play money. <laughs> so, um, and like $5 bill is actually, you know, round up pretty quickly yeah. yeah so um that's something that i've started doing that really pays off i'm like okay i want to spend 300 whatever on this flight and 
um, hotel in the Caribbean and I can go into my little jar. It's usually taken care of. I also use an app called Digit um, and it, it connects con directly to your bank accounts and it, it kind of stays without you even noticing. And that's like huge for someone like me and someone that's young that we might just swipe and we're not as cognizant of, you know, money coming in and out that we don't realize how much money we can save when we're not noticing. Um, so like when I was in Peru, um, I was, when I was in Peru, that, Peru was an expensive trip. Now I was there, <laughs> not by choice, but I was also there for a month long. Um, and I realized like in my digit app that I saved like over a thousand dollars in like some amount of time. And I was able to take out some of that money to, to put towards that trip. Um, without me even realizing I was saving. I think those are kind of like financial things that young people, you know, that are in school and maybe not the most financial savvy should take advantage of, you know, like Acorn and, and things like that. So that even though we might not notice we're saving, we are, and then we, you know, can kind of treat ourselves. Yeah. And every one of those little bits of savings adds up and it's, I'm really For sure. listening to you talk because it reminds me of what we've been telling like our listeners ourselves, you know, when they ask us like, how do you do it? You by saving and doing those little tips and tricks are making travel the priority. And that's what we say. If you make it the priority, it will happen. For sure. As people actually yeah. think it is. And one thing I just want to go back to real quick when you're mentioning like sky scanner and putting it in finding where the best sales are i can't tell you how many times we've talked amongst ourselves and to our listeners on our podcast like sometimes the best place to go is the best place that's on sale so when you're saying you're going yeah All right, let the sale guide me and then it's exciting and then you can be i don't want to say like pleasantly surprised but you know someplace that's not on your radar could be that hidden gym and then you could really enjoy that trip and it's just like Everyone yeah. has places they want to go for sure. But if money's an issue and finding the cheap one, and if you want to travel, you'll do those things. So I really like how you're using like the uh, sky scanner. And we look at Southwest all the time. And it's just like, we're Southwest, have cheap flights to today. All right, I'm booking that next, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I completely agree. Um, and yeah, that's, that's something I love about Skyscanner because it'll literally bring up like 10 different places in the States and, and just places you maybe have never even heard of, especially if you're not an, an avid traveler. Um, I think that's, yeah, definitely a great tool. But you, following the sale, exactly. Um, when I went to Paris, I'm sure it was that cheap because I went in January. That's mm -hmm. not peak season, but even like I was going for my tour on the Eiffel Tower and my tour guide was saying that this is his favorite time of year because it's not as crowded. So maybe going somewhere off of peak season actually works out for you because then you're not bombarded by a whole bunch of tourists if you're in a super touristy location like Paris. Um, so I, I completely agree with that. Follow the sale, go during, go off peak season. Um, that's when you find your best deals and you're, you, I mean, the country's still the same. You're, you're still going to have an amazing time. Yeah. Out of curiosity, because you said that, you know, you grew up traveling, you know, because your family, you have family everywhere. So do you have like other members of your family who travel as much as you, or is this something that you kind of like took more of an interest than other family members? You know what I mean? Because like, so, <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I think my parents had a lot to do with it. I think if 
I think I travel the most in my family. Yeah. And then honestly, it's probably like my parents next and then a few other family members. I think I probably did take it and run with it a little bit more than like the rest of my cousins and like siblings and whatnot. Um, even my brother, I mean, he's not a, a huge traveler. Um, but I, I, it's like mandatory for me. This is the longest I've stayed still in three years and I'm, I'm like itching to, to go on a trip. So yeah, no, it's, it's definitely not everyone in the family, but, um, I mean, they're all supportive of my travels though. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Did you have any, in ladies, any final questions for Ariel or anything like that or any other tips last minute that you wanted to give to us, Ariel? Um, um, I can say uh, I have a, if anyone is interested, um, you know, listening for me because I'm a travel blogger and a travel influencer, um, it's as a, I'm a big advocate for micro influencers. So that's people that have under 50,000 followers. Um, sometimes we feel like we're overlooked, but that's not it at all. Especially now, a lot of companies and brands are realizing that um, we have a really good engagement in a real authentic um, audience and community. Um, so if you're someone that's looking to get into that industry, I would definitely, you know, say, try it out. It's not necessarily easy. It's a lot of pitching yourself and putting yourself out there. Even when you have hundreds of thousands of followers, you know, companies aren't just going to knock at your door, you know, offering you a buku amount of, you know, brand deals. But if you already know you're traveling somewhere, you already have your flight booked, um, you know, contact 20, 30, 40 hotels in that area. See if they would be interested in a brand deal where you're maybe able to get a discount at night or a free night um, because you provide them a blog post or you provide them content that they can use for advertising after the fact. Um, I would suggest having a media kit for that if you want to reach out to them. And that's something I do provide with my social media management company. Um, so if anyone wants to reach out to me for that, but it's travel blogging isn't something I like directly went into. It's something I kind of fell into because I was already traveling so much that it was like my personal brand already. Um, and so if, you know, if someone's interested in doing that, it's, it's a great time to do it. I mean, brands are realizing they need a social media presence more than ever. Um, and if you're able to provide them with that because you give great content, even if you don't have hundreds of thousands of followers, you are still able to get into that market. Um, that's something I've kind of been trying to share amongst, you know, people that I've just met that might approach me or, um, you know, about travel, or I see that they just have a bomb travel page. And I'm like, your page is so amazing. Like, you know, do you work with brands and things like that? So, um, yeah, that's, that's the last tip I'd probably give. Mm. No, it's been so interesting because I got to tell you, like, I remember seeing Groupon travel like eight years ago and <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I can do it so much cheaper. And so I just remember when the first time that you said that you do Groupon travel, I was like at the edge of my seat. Cause I was like, really? I used to laugh at that. <laughs> so like you opened my eyes to something new. And that's funny that you said you can do it cheaper because I, I do really think it's great for, for novice travelers because they're able to get things taken care of for them. But um, what was I also about to say? But oh, usually but people's reaction when they hear Groupon is like, they think it's a scam or like they think it's sketchy or like they don't know how it 
work, like how it's legit. And I'm like, no, it's so legit. I promise you'll have a great time. You're getting it at a discounted rate. Like it is definitely a way to go. Like Groupon should sponsor me. I really do advocate for them way too much. I agree. Well, even when I say like I could do it cheaper, the my the thinking that I had eight years ago would have been I would be staying in hostels, you know. So to hear the price, interesting, true. You're staying in real hotels, and so when I say that, like I'm just saying like that was my mindset, and you've changed my mindset because like screw that, like. I don't think you can do it cheaper to get those kind of hotels and those nice for those kind of hotels yeah because when I used the Groupon to go to DR I was like at a four-star resort we had like two pools four restaurants we were right on the water like it was nice um so yeah um it's it's legit it's legit for sure (laughs) cool no, well, thank you so much for joining us today thank you for sharing everything with our listeners and we just appreciate you being here yeah. Thank you. I'm I'm happy that I could come on. Ariel, before you go, can you tell our listeners where they can find you on social media? Absolutely. So you can find me on all platforms from Instagram, Twitter, or Pinterest. I'm underscore Ariel Rose. And if you'd like to contact me, if you are a small business, you're looking to get into the travel industry, or, um, you know, you or looking for you're an influencer or an athlete looking for social media representation you can contact me at ariel arielsinternational.com um and then i'm also in the process of launching a swimsuit line with my sister um which is really it's combining into my my travel so it's really fun i'm I'm glad to be doing it with her and that's azaz swim that we can be found at azaz Awesome. Thank you so much for letting all of our listeners know. So that's all we have for you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Travel Tuesday. Make sure to click the subscribe button below and leave a comment with your favorite part. And don't forget, guys, we have our actual podcast episodes ready to be listened, whether it be on Apple, Google, Spotify, you name it. We have the collection for you guys to listen to, to get even more inspired from what you're hearing today, to take that trip once quarantine restrictions end. So check it out, get inspired further, guys. And if you found this information to be helpful, please make sure that you share it with a friend or at least let us know in the comments below. Bye, Bye guys. Bye, guys.